So I've been doing uh, Michelle Obama's uh, journal for the last year-ish. Uh, and some of the questions in there have raised some thoughts and uh, soul-searching on my part. So they tend, there's a couple that have popped up recently near the end of it that are like, what's a favorite family recipe? What's a favorite family tradition? What's a favorite family getaway? And <laughs> I keep writing that don't really have any. There's no family recipe. There's a couple things my mom liked to make or whatever, but no hand-me-down traditional recipes. There's no like super spot we went to like again did normal family vacations and stuff you know like things you could take your kid to but again it's not it, it was fun and exciting at the time but it's just not like the the place and um as for like traditions as far as like holidays and stuff like no we don't really have that either that's not we did things in a certain way at a certain time because of where we were at in a place and time, not because they were like traditions that we were grounding and, and setting. And my parents were always very cool and very flexible with, you know, saying, hey, you're starting to get girlfriends, boyfriends, blah, 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 to my siblings and I. And they were always willing to kind of take the back seat to let other people do whatever it was that was important to them and then try to bring us all together in some way, shape or form. And I reflect on that because I think about like a couple of past girlfriends or whatever whose families did have these traditions and those were really good experiences. And then from my previous <laughs> uh, relationship, which this touches on the divorce part of this whole better father thing, was horrible and just mind-numbing and cruel and bad. And so it's it's like what are you subjecting other people to and i think this is like where the balance comes in and maybe some of the stoicism is just like thinking about the other person putting their their wants and needs in perspective but also like those things just don't last and when you try to sort of force them it's almost like you're creating a an inability to start your life and so I'm kind of debating because, again, the last situation was just god-awful, and I'm trying to decide if that's tainting my idea or view or impressions of traditions, and I I don't think it is. I think, I think it's better to not leave my daughter with any needs or desires to have to do something and pull somebody else into it and as i was kind of like rambling through this and my brain going off i was thinking about like even some of the stuff we would do where it's like oh we made sure to get to grandma and grandpa's and stuff i'm like well, grandpa was just kind of a racist jerk <laughs> like we were going out of our way to have these quote-unquote traditions or things we thought we had to do for really not good people and it was just like so and I mean, again, that's not fair to say not good people, but people that you would probably not choose to like spend a holiday with or bring a girlfriend with and hope that, you know, the racist comments don't come out or whatever it is. And, and all these things just kind of come into play. And it's like when you, and this is kind of where I'm settling on this at, is like when you get with somebody, like, yeah, you're going to go see the parents and you're dating and in love and blah, blah, blah. 
But then like at a certain point, like you need to start having your own family. And if you're, you're nailed down by these other people's traditions, especially when you have two different families and stuff coming together, I was just lucky and that there weren't certain things like, oh no, we got to do this because that's what we do every Christmas. It was like, no, we can go, we can show up later or whatever. Yeah, it'd be nice to wake up, you know, with my family, but now we're creating something new and we're figuring out the balance. And again, my family wasn't like, you're not here for this. This sucks. It was just like, yeah, you're growing up. You are changing. And I'm really thinking it's better not to like tie other people down or your kids down with having to carry on other people's ideas of what something should be. And you should allow them to start to form what it is they want. And one of the things that has come up recently in uh, some of the stoicism stuff I listen to and read is the idea that, like, are you the type of parent that your kid wants to see you at a holiday? Or are they going out of obligation? Are they going because they want a piece of that, you know, will that you hopefully leave them some money in? Like, or were you just kind of a shoddy parent that now they're kind of forced to do these things, they would rather not show up, blah, blah, blah. So, like, if you act decent, if you don't kind of force your kids into these things, then, like, kind of create a new a new tradition that blends with who they're becoming and what they are and then meld into that and allow them to kind of have their traditions that don't carry on past a certain point or they're not forced to sort of carry on. And I was thinking, like, well, what if I left my daughter with this? Or what if I did this? And I'm just like, no. Like, nobody read to me holiday books, like, for a week before the holiday or a couple days before the holiday or whatever. And that's sort of become a quote-unquote tradition for my daughter and I. That would be cool if she chooses to read some stories to her daughter, but at no point would I want her to be like, oh, this is what my dad and I did, so now this is what we do. And the kid's just like, that's just not me but I guess I'll sit here and be forced into this because it's what your dad did 20 30 40 years ago so now I gotta kind of like deal with this it's like no like read a story figure out whatever is good for you and for my daughter and I that just sort of happened and it's kind of a cool thing we have but it'll be a cool thing we have in this point in time then go on with your daughter or your son if you choose to have one and and figure out what works for you and your dynamic and your family. And as I'm writing in this journal, I'm just kind of like, oh, we don't have any like hand-me-down family recipes. Oh, we don't really have any holiday traditions. It's like a part of you because of society and norms and other crap. You're like, oh, this sucks. Like, or, does this suck? Like, oh my gosh, there's nothing. There's no secret recipe to hand down or whatever. And it's just like, no, that's, I feel like that's good. And and again, my daughter, when I die, can be like, ooh, I want this medallion my dad carried, or he always wore this ring, and I'm just going to like keep it in my jewelry box, or whatever it is. It's just like a thing. But And I've talked about this before, where I don't want my daughter to be left with my baggage, or I don't want her to have to carry on or have a box of books that was like, eh, dad read these or wrote in them, so I guess I got to wait till I die to throw them out or something. And I just don't want to put the burden on there on her. And if you're doing something well, if you are engaged with your kid, then you're creating memories. And that should be the tradition you pass down is creating memories, creating moments so that they can then create moments and memories with whatever they choose to do in their life, whether it's just friends or a significant other or a marriage or kids or whatever they choose. 
that they take the takeaway is to be present and create memories in the moment and not be like, oh, now I have to go do this or, oh, if you don't allow us to do this and this relationship, it's just, I, <laughs> it was kind of sticking with me and I've really been thinking through it and I wanted to share it on here because like, what are your thoughts on it or, you know, kind of process your idea of what a tradition is and whether it's burdensome or if it becomes an anchor or if it starts messing with your life or your relationship or trying to force things to happen that are, again, keeping other people from creating their own lives and their own traditions that just have to last for that part. Like a tradition can be for a year. It can be for two years. It can be for five years. Like you just kind of figure this stuff out and then you don't make other people <laughs> forced to carry it on. You don't force them to walk with your ideas or something you set up way before their kid would ever even be thought of. So that's that's the preamble today is on traditions and uh, trying to decide whether or not it's it's burdensome if it sucks, if it's good, if it kind of is what it is, but I really do feel like I've settled on, yeah, you don't want to make other people <laughs> try to be forced into a situation. Create your own. And again, don't make those traditions last forever. Like bend and change and weave with them. So that's where I'm going to leave that at. So thank you very much for listening to A Better Father, uh, season four, episode two. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being here. I hope your new year or your 2023 is starting off well. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Goodbye.